Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. I received the rebuke what I mean is they didn't try to shift the blame they didn't start making excuses well yeah I know you know I probably shouldn't be doing that yeah I mean I know the Bible says that but I mean I mean this you know da, 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 da. They, didn't, they didn't start shifting the blame they didn't start trying to play games with God they didn't make excuses for themselves they actually took it to heart from a very young age kids become professional blame shifters It's never their fault. There's always an excuse. And sadly, some people never grow out of this. That's exactly what Pastor Robert shares today. You can respond to the Lord's rebukes with denial and blame shifting, or with humility and acceptance. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 21 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 100 pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips of linen with the spices, as is the, the custom of Jesus to bury. And now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden. And in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. Now, see, Mark's gospel tells us that Joseph was a prominent council member. Luke tells us he was a council member. Mark adds the word prominent council member. He was one of these men. He was part of the 70. And so was Nicodemus, by the way, because Matthew told us that earlier when Nicodemus first came to Jesus. Nicodemus was one of the elders. How did they become disciples of Jesus? Listen to me. They received the rebuke. Do you understand? They received the rebuke. What do I mean by received the rebuke? What I mean is they didn't try to shift the blame. They didn't start making excuses. Well, yeah, I know, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, I know the Bible says that, but I mean, I mean, this, you know, da 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 They didn't start shifting the blame. They didn't start trying to play games with God. They didn't make excuses for themselves. They actually took it to heart. When Jesus called them a bunch of hypocrites, whitewashed tombs, he calls them in another place, Joseph and Nicodemus apparently said, yeah, that's, 
You're right. Listen, nobody can be a Christian that Jesus will recognize as a Christian without receiving discipline from Jesus. And, and that means receiving a rebuke or, honestly, more than one. You have to be willing to receive the rebukes. Why? Well, Hebrews tells us, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 11 reminds us, he says, you've forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as sons. And then he quotes it. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you're rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. What does that mean? We don't use that word anymore, right? Scourge. It means he beats them. That's what it means. Think about that. See, this is the Bible saying, if God loves you, he's going to beat you. And we don't like to hear that. See, we, we think, oh, no, 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 no. That, that, that wasn't from God. That kind of stuff's not from God. That's from the devil. Don't, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not God. That, was, that had to be from the devil. Listen, the Bible says if he loves you, he will beat you. Why? Because he loves you. He says, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you're without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you're illegitimate and not sons. And then he goes on with that, and I, I, you know, he's like, yeah, it's painful, but it produces good fruit. It produces good fruit in our lives. When we go through the discipline, when we go through the beatings that God gives us on purpose, it produces really good fruit. Nicodemus, uh, you know, he was probably a famous guy, respected man in Israel. He was a member of that Sanhedrin, he, you know, like being a member of Congress. People knew who he was. But his soul was troubled. You see, the man knew something wasn't right. And, and if, if, you're, if you're honest with yourself at all, you've been there at one point or another. Everything may look great. Everything may be great. Except that one thing, something is just not right. Everybody just keep your attention on me. This is important. I want you to hear what I got to say. Nicodemus had a troubled soul. And he didn't know what to do about it. This part of him that was at the core, the, the man inside the man, the part nobody could see, he admitted to himself this guy's different. We have the power. We have the authority. We have the wealth. We have the position. This nobody from Nazareth, he's got something we ain't got. This man has something that's real. Because, see, this man is healing people. He's actually doing it. He's not just reading about it, talking about it, telling about how it used to happen. No, no, no. He's healing people. A funeral procession goes by at one point, and Jesus stops them, goes over to the, to the box that the body's in, and says, get up. Now, think about that. What if we had a funeral in here and I did that? Well, I mean, really, let's get really think it through. 
You know you would call somebody. The pastor's got... Because people don't get up. When they're dead and in, the, in a box, they are dead. Jesus spoke, and they got up. Lazarus, come forth. And, and Lazarus all wrapped up, the, the Bible says, in his grave clothes. You know, he's, imagine, he's shuffling out of the tomb. And Jesus told the people around, loose him and let him go. Been dead four days. See, they recognized, Nicodemus recognized, this is different. We claim to have spiritual authority. This nobody from Nazareth, he's actually got spiritual authority. When he speaks, wow. Do you understand? So the questions, listen to me, the questions of his soul, the questions he was supposed to have answers to because he's the, he's the answer man. But see, he knows I don't have the answers. But maybe he does. Because blind people, people born blind, all of a sudden he touches them, they're not blind anymore. See, there's, this is real spiritual authority. And these men who claim to represent God in Israel but actually represented their own personal desires, a couple of them saw that wasn't who Jesus was because, I mean, Jesus, he didn't have any wealth. He didn't have any position. He didn't have any training. He had no formal training. He, he had none of, the, none of the normal claims to spiritual authority. Do you understand what I mean by that? He didn't go to school as a rabbi. He didn't, there was none of that. He didn't have that. He was just walking from place to place, wandering from village to village, from town to town, staying wherever. We're not even told a lot of the time where he stayed. We got three years. So what is that? My math ain't that good. Almost 1,200 days to account for in terms of where did he spend the night. And a few times we're told he stayed with Peter's mother-in-law. He, you know, he, he stayed with... Lazarus and, and Mary and Martha. A few times we're told, but most of the time we don't even know where he stayed. He's just wandering around. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
3053-5331-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.